Hi there, it's Melvin. Just wanted to take a moment to thank the team over at Thryzer for supporting this month's podcast sessions. Thryzer is a payment platform that you have to check out if you are a private pay therapist and accepting out-of-network benefits. It basically helps clients save on therapy up front. Thryzer can help verify a client's out-of-network benefit ahead of the first session so that they get transparency up front on what their out-of-pocket costs will be. I'll tell you more about Thryzer here in the middle of our session, but if you go to sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, you actually and then enter the code STC upon sign up, you get your first $2,500 in fees waived. Again, that's over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash Thryzer, and be sure to enter the promo code STC. So we'll jump right into today's podcast session. Hey there, welcome to session 259 of Selling the Couch. I hope you're having a great day. And welcome to the second part of this podcast conversation about creating a professional live stream. If you haven't had a chance, I encourage you to check out the previous session, session 258, just so that where we go through some of the gear and the software recommendations that I have in order for you to create a more professional live stream. Hey friends, we are on sabbatical from the STC podcast. This is my first sabbatical in seven years, but we will be back in April with brand new episodes of the STC podcast. In the meantime, there are a lot of things happening still with STC. Uh, Among them is a brand new workshop that we put together for you that you can sign up at a date and time that works for you. If you are a successful private practitioner and interested in launching an online course, you can check out that workshop over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Again, that's sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Today's podcast session is, okay, now I've got all of this gear and software recorded and Mel, how in the world you record this stuff and prep for these live streams without getting overwhelmed and wasting a bunch of hours. And I'm definitely not an expert on this. I've only been live streaming actively here for this for the past, I guess, seven, eight months. Man, time flies. <laughs> but I I have learned a lot of stuff in terms of just to make this a little bit more efficient. I'm a big believer that the more time that you expend to things, the more complex that things become. And so what I've intentionally done is I block out, as I record this, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. Eastern time on Monday mornings to both do a live stream and then get off and then actually prep prep for the following week. And then I don't think about it until the following week. And so I'm going to share basically what I do from 9 o'clock to 9.15, sometimes 9.20, is I actually do the actual content of the live stream. The general format that I follow, again, I'm, I'm learning and tweaking a lot of this, but I found this format to be really helpful, is I take a simple question that's related to the topic of whatever I want to talk about. So generally on the STC online income stream, the theme is growing our impact and our income beyond the therapy room. And so we talk mainly about 
podcasting, online courses. And then I have plans to branch into different areas like entrepreneurship, which is related to my private practice niche. Um, and then also other areas like online community building, live streaming, a bunch of stuff like that. So if that stuff is interesting to you or you're curious about it, I encourage you to check out sellingthecouch.com forward slash live. That'll take you to my Facebook business page. And then you, if you like, you can always just like the page and get a notification of when we go live. So basically, I take a question and then I usually share three lessons or three tips or three insights that I've learned. I talk with my talk with the folks who end up watching the live stream. Usually we have anywhere between eight and 18 folks that are watching live at any one moment. Usually when a live stream is done, I have somewhere between 89 and I would say 130 views. And then over the course of the next week or two, it starts to significantly increase. So those 89 to 130, 140 views uh, usually end up being most, my average live stream right now is averaging, I would say around 340. 40 or 350 views, but I've definitely had several of them that have gone up into 800. And I even had one that had over a thousand views, which is really cool one week out. So um, once, so then I, I do that and then I, I just wrap up with sort of a call to action. So sometimes it's for a product or sometimes it's for a service. Uh, sometimes, it, many times it's just an invitation to download a free guide but they just need, if folks that are watching the live stream and need additional help and support. And so I wrap up at the 15-minute mark, 20-minute mark sometimes. And then this, the rest of this session is, what do I do in that time after? So as soon as I wrap up, the very first thing I do is I get, I use Ecamm Live as the software that I'm using on my Mac to do these live streams. And as soon as I end the live stream using Ecamm Live, Ecamm Live gives me an option to send this live stream also to YouTube. So I literally click a button and do that. It's nothing fancy. It's nothing complex. But I feel like just repurposing content and just being mindful, it's it's always a good idea, right? And the one area that I think I, I, I can definitely improve on is I don't go into YouTube and like and optimize the video, the live stream. So just because it would take some additional time. And right now I'm mainly just focusing on Facebook, but I like to just put it on YouTube. But I think that's one area that I definitely need to grow in and need to figure out how to do that in an efficient way and or uh, delegate that out. But I essentially then send it to YouTube. And the very next thing I do is Ecamm Live. I have, what I do is every week on the live stream, whatever question we're exploring, I put it on, it's a little pop-up that can come up on the live stream. And right at the very beginning of every live stream, I'll say, hey guys, today's question that we're exploring is, you know, how, what's the number one mistake that I made when it came to creating my online course, right? And so I'll have that question and I will uh, type it into Ecamm Live. And again, this is the question for the next live stream. I will type that question to Ecamm Live so that it's ready to go. Then I go into Ecamm Live also has the ability to schedule out a new live stream seven days in advance. So right now I'm live streaming once a week. 
I really hope Ecamm Live has this go out a little bit further because it'd be just really convenient to, you know, like schedule out multiple live streams, even like a month or two in advance. But what I basically do is I schedule out my next uh, live stream. And it's just, it's literally pushing a button that says schedule a new live stream. And then there's a section that has a title. T- when you do that, there's a title section, and there's a description section. And so I will change out the title. And I literally just copy and paste that question that I posted. And then I will change out the description. What now this is a little hack that I that I've kind of incorporated. What I basically did is I wrote out a pre-made template or pre-made description already. And so that description has a number of things already on it. So for example, it has, let me just pull it up right here. So it has some of the free content that's on the blog that's related to the topics that I talk about. It has a section that's like the tools that I use for the videos and the live streams. I it has, you know, I would love to feature your question on the live, not in future live stream. Here's a link to submit a question. And then I finally have just, you know, let's connect. So if you have business inquiries, you want to sign up for the STC newsletter, there's links there. If you want to learn more about sponsoring on the podcast, stuff like that. And then I have links for my private practice website, as well as right now, my Instagram and my Facebook. I'll probably narrow this down a little bit over time, but I just do that for right now. But I I use a program called Text Expander. As far as I know, Text Expander is only available for Mac, unfortunately. But basically what Text Expander allows you to do is it allows you to create these pre-made templates. And then when you're ready to put that template somewhere, you literally push the colon sign and then you assign it like a short phrase. So for example, I this one is uh, colon FB, so Facebook FB new. So anytime I type in colon FB new, it ha- pops in that entire write-up uh, with just the click of buttons. I don't have to copy and paste anything. I don't, I don't have to retype anything. It saves a ton of time. And then the only change that I make in this one is I change out the topic at the very top and then there's a little sentence at the very beginning. In today's live stream, we're talking about blank and I just sort of re-emphasize what we're talking about. And now that even thinking about it, like I may not even need that section and it may just be sort of like a today's topic and just to make it a little bit even easier. And so I'm actually going to make that change while it's fresh on my mind here. And but Text Expander is definitely a piece of software that I recommend uh, looking into. It's fantastic also for things like if you have a, a certain email templates that you use, if you have a like soap notes or DAP notes for case notes, or you have a certain format when you're doing assessments, you can put that format right into into Text Expander, and then you can just do these shortcuts, and it just pops everything in and then you just have to go in and and fill out stuff. It's a lot of versatility and a lot of cool stuff. You can learn more about TextBander at sellingthecouch.com forward slash TextExpander. That's an affiliate link, but that'll take you to the the link. And so you can learn more about it. Again, it's super reasonably priced. So then I, after I do that, 
I, I just hit the schedule out live. And then that's literally, oh, there is one thing that I do. I go into Canva and I pull up the graphics. So what I found really helpful, and I just follow a lot of like different entrepreneurs. And one of the things that I've, uh, that they do is for each of these different live streams, they incorporate like a new graphic. It's not essential when you're getting first started. It's just kind of another step to do, but. I found it that it converts really well. And so I use Canva. Again, it's not anything fancy at all. And I just create these simple graphics on Canva. And one of the hacks that I did is, initially when I was doing these live streams, I would go into Canva and then I would create a new graphic and then I'd download the graphic. And I noticed that this was taking me like 10 minutes. You know, it was just cutting into that time I could use for prep. And so what I instead decided to do is I go in before every new season of live stream starts. So as I shared in the last episode, I basically, my plan is to live stream. Well, this first year is an experiment to see even if I like doing this. So if I don't end up doing it in 2021, it just means that it just didn't make sense or... But I, as far as right now, as I record this, this is something I really like doing and I'm excited about. And uh, my, my plan is basically to record in the same schedule as the podcast. So I record January, February, March. I take off April, then May, June, July. I take off August, then September, October, and I take off November, December. I found that you know having these sort of scheduled pauses when I'm creating like live content like this or just content. It just, it keeps me more refreshed. And it also allows me to batch a bunch of episodes for the next season so that I'm not spending week after week recording new stuff. And so I go into Canva and what I essentially did is as I got to one season, I'll look at my calendar and I'll say, okay, um, so you're recording on Monday mornings. You've got, you know, 12 episodes that need to go out. But sometimes a lot of times holidays tend to come on Monday. So what I do also make sure that I don't record on those days either because generally I, you know, Susan is off and then we usually try to just spend family time together on holidays. And so I don't record on those. So I just make sure I have the appropriate number. And then I go into Canva and I create, I I come up with potential topics for the next 10 weeks, let's say. And then I go into Canva and just create, I create one graphic and then I just duplicate the graphic. And I, all I do is swap out the wording, change out the background color, and then swap out like a little graphic. It sounds very complicated, but literally to do that for one month, it took me like an hour at most uh, for to do it for an entire season. Actually, probably even less than that as I think about it. And but it just saves a lot of time. So what I essentially then do is I go into Canva, download the the appropriate graphic, and then I put it into into Ecamm Live as well. And then I just schedule it out and it's ready to go. Then at this point, what I'm doing is I'm spending the rest of the time prepping for the next session of the of the live stream. My goal is I try to finish the live stream by the 15 minute mark. I do all of this scheduling out and distributing the live stream to YouTube for the next 15 minutes. And then from the 30 minute mark to the 55 minute mark, uh, I just use it specifically just to prep for the next live stream. So I get to the 30 minute mark, I look at my schedule and what I'm using to actually like keep jot down notes and stuff is an app called Notability. I found this app to be fantastic. So I have a I recently 
purchased a, an iPad Pro because I wanted something where I could just handwrite more and then jot down notes. And I was writing down notes, um, as you guys may know from old episodes of the podcast. I was, I used to write down a lot of like business notes and a, a lot of business lessons on like an art, like a art paper, like a what is that thing called? Like a sketch pad. And uh, it was really fantastic. But one of the issues I ran into was it was really hard to search, like if I needed to find something. And so I decided to switch to getting an iPad Pro. You don't need an iPad Pro, obviously, but just with some of the other stuff I'm doing, it made sense to get a an iPad Pro. But you can totally, if you, you can just use Notability as a desktop icon, which is what I do too. So I use it both on my iPad and on my uh, desktop. But I like Notability because I, it allows you to organize all of the different things. So I have, for example, I have a section just for the S2C online income stream. And once you get into that section, there's a summary doc, which shows all of the different episodes that I'm creating. And then I have individual notes for each of those episodes. So when I'm ready to do a specific live stream, I literally go into the note that I want. And then I literally just go from there. And when I'm prepping each of these, what I'm essentially doing is taking a question and I try to keep it really clear. And this is a challenge I know that many of us clinicians have, which is we have a wealth of knowledge on a certain topic and there's always this pool to want to over deliver. But I found that Sometimes, actually, a lot of times, my tendency to try to over deliver leads to actually people getting overwhelmed, which is the exact opposite of, of the thing that I'm trying to avoid. And so, what I basically do is I, I take one question and I share three simple insights. So, you know, for example, this as I'm recording this next week, I am saying the question for next week's live stream is how long should each lesson in an online course B? This is a question that a lot of us, I imagine, are probably struggling with, like, how in the world I want to create an online course, but how long do I make these, right? And so I usually will stay out of the question. I use Ecamm Live. And again, if you get a second, watch, uh, listen to the previous episode of the podcast. I share about like how I use a stream deck to pop up these questions, but I usually will pop up a question and then I usually share a story about what related to that question. I have found this is actually a tip that I learned from building a story brand, uh, Donald Miller, his work. And it's the basic idea is that we all, we all are connected by story and we remember stories more than facts. And so. Part of, and so I try to remember a story. So, for example, in this, uh, in this episode or in this episode of the live stream, the story that I'm going to be using is the very first time I ever thought about recording an online course and just the stress and the pressure that I felt to create, to want to like help my folks that were uh, listening to the content, but at the same time, not overwhelming them and, and really feeling that tension of how long am I supposed to make these, each of these lessons, what should I include, all of those different things. And so I include a story like that. And then what I simply do is I include anywhere between one to three sort of takeaways. And so I'll show you, you know, I had, you know, just from the story and from these lessons, I had three 
tips or three takeaways that I wanted to share with you. The very first one is this. And typically when I'm prepping, I literally just list the three of them. So I just list number one, number two, number three. I don't go into any more, like I don't write out paragraphs for each of those. Because especially with a live stream, one of the powers of a live stream is that it's that natural conversation that comes, right? And I want to try to promote as much of that as possible. I'm also trying to get better as just an extemporaneous speaker. And because I want to record more online courses, I'm doing more webinars, I'm doing, you know, recently I had the opportunity to to lead a a post-keynote talk or post-intro talk for the Therapy Reimagined conference. And so I'm getting to do a lot of stuff where it's a lot of like live interaction and stuff like that. And I just want to like get better at that skill set. So that's part of the reason I just keep it to bullet points. And plus also, I I just don't want to get overwhelmed. And I felt like writing three key bullet points was just a lot more easier in terms of prep and stuff like that. And it keeps me focused. Then I wrap up with just a simple call to action. So sometimes it goes to a free online guide that I have. Sometimes it goes to a blog post. Sometimes it goes to a podcast episode. Sometimes it goes to a paid product. It just depends on what I'm trying to promote. Usually my tendency is to try to like genuinely like give a lot of free content away. But I think one of my growth edges and one that I'm getting better at, hopefully, I want to get better at on the live stream is doing just sharing more paid products and services. That way I can continue to, you know, financially support my family, build the business and all of these kind of different things. And then after that, that is pretty much it. It's saved into notability. And I don't think about it again until the next week. There are some very rare occasions when it may be a little bit more of a complex topic where I may leave like 15 minutes, like on a Thursday, just to like, do one more glance at the live stream at my notes just to make sure I have everything covered. And then I go from there. Oh, there is one other key thing I do before I do the call to action or actually after I do the call to action, I make a note to myself and I tell myself, like, what are the things that I need to pop up on the thing? So for example, if I'm talking about, you know, in this one, if I'm talking about, a, you know, a the length of an online course, maybe what I want to do is pop up an example of a really long online course. I'm not going to do that, but because that would be horrible. <laughs> like, here's my 28 minute online course. And, uh, but if I wanted to do something like that, I'll make a note just to remind myself, Hey, Mel, remember to pop this up so that when I'm, you know, my live stream starts as I record this 9am on Monday mornings. And so I usually log in around 8.45, 8.50. And it's just, I then use that, I refer to my notes and pop up those things and I'm ready to go with the live stream. So I hope that you enjoyed this conversation. And I think even this format of really blocking out time and just taking a question or a struggle and then sharing a story, three tips with a simple call to action. It's a great format for blog posts, for podcast episodes, all of those different things. And it keeps all of us kind of focused and and meaningful, and it keeps the conversation meaningful and purposeful. Um, Show notes to today's episode can be found over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash session and the number 259. And as I mentioned in the last episode, two things. One is 
All of the live streaming stuff, the gear and everything that I use can be found over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash live streaming kit. And then the second thing is, I know that sometimes it's really helpful just to be able to see this in action, especially if you're a very visual person. Um, that's why the, the learning library exists. It's just an opportunity for us to gather over the course of the year to learn from one another as we build uh, both our practices in the therapy room, but also expand our mission and our income beyond the therapy room. And so I just recently did a STC learning conversation all about live stream. And I actually used one of my cameras to do like behind the scenes, look at my room and how I set everything up. If if that would be helpful for you, you can check it out over at signthecouch.com forward slash learning. Hey friends, we are on sabbatical from the STC podcast. This is my first sabbatical in seven years, but we will be back in April with brand new episodes of the STC podcast. In the meantime, there are a lot of things happening still with STC. Uh, among them is a brand new workshop that we put together for you that you can sign up at a date and time that works for you. If you are a successful private practitioner and interested in launching an online course, you can check out that workshop over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Again, that's sellingthecouch.com forward slash online course workshop. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Selling the Couch podcast. For more great content and to stay up to date, visit www.sellingthecouch.com. So if you've been listening to the STC podcast for a while or you've been listening to podcasts and you've had this thought of, Mel, I would love to launch my own podcast in order to grow my business, just wanted to encourage you to check out our free podcasting workshop, which is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop. You can basically sign up at a day and a time that works for you. It's 90 minutes. And when I do these workshops or when I record them, I truly believe in the quality teaching, so it's going to be well worth your time. We're going to go through gear recommendations and how to launch strategically and how to think about monetizing your podcast and how to line up your podcast with your existing offers and how to do it strategically and authentically uh, and not salesy and slimy um, and all of those things. So again, the link is over at sellingthecouch.com forward slash podcasting workshop.